encourage you to stay tuned. We're going to be hearing uh, from them uh, later on this hour, and we'll get to know them as I talk to them a little bit. Uh, but right now, I want to uh, talk to my first guest, a great man, a wonderful man of God, who uh, has an incredible, powerful testimony. I want to encourage all of you that are out there that, you know, what I mentioned about everyone going through the storms. Well, because we're human, we all have those dark times in our lives. And uh, for some, those dark times might be uh, longer than others. And uh, But he's written this book that is just a, a wonderful guide to help you come out of those dark times. Filling my life with joy, a guide to the better you. Let me introduce you right now to Dr. Larry Manley. Dr. Manley, thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, 
And first off, uh, you're coming to us from South Carolina, right? Swanberg, South Carolina. Uh, all right. Now, were you uh, born and raised there? Seneca, South Carolina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, pastored the House of Destiny. Yes, I'm senior pastor at the House of Destiny International Ministries, and uh, it's a wonderful thing. We're partners with uh, Feed the Children, Operation Blessings, and we do work all over the world. And it's just a wonderful thing to be involved with such uh, great people and such a great ministry. All right. Well, let's uh, you know talk about though. How did you uh, get uh, introduced to Christ? It was a long process. Um, I went through a lot of things in my life. Uh, I never saw my father. Uh, I went into the Navy and when I was 17 and my uh, friend died in boot camp with me in Orlando, Florida. I was in the U.S. Navy. And after that, things just kind of kind of like went out of whack with me, you know. Uh, I was angry. I got out of uh, the military and I went to a music school in Philadelphia got into drugs, got into all, a lot of promiscuous type living, and uh, but I, I've, I've always been astute at getting my education. So during that time I used my GI Bill and uh, I was kind of like living on both sides of the fence, you know, as far as education wise uh -huh. and as far as running around in the streets doing things that I didn't have any business, you know. So uh, when I came back down to South Carolina, I started getting in a lot of trouble because I was trying to do the same thing that I was doing in uh, the city in a small town like Seneca so I began a life of crime and it, was, it led me to jail and everything and I got involved in drugs doing drugs and I became a, an addict uh, for a long time it, it was rough you know and um, it just all spurred from there you know but I always got my education and uh, I wound up having to be about probably about 28 years behind federal and state penitentiaries and uh, because of drug addictions and the way that my life you know, yeah. it turned when I got out of the military. Yeah. And uh, but I always trusted God. I was brought up in a Christian home. I always knew that God existed, uh, and God had spoken to me in a vision when I was on the USS Diamond Head in the Navy. When I was about 17 years old, I was in the Mediterranean Sea, and uh, He spoke to me in a vision. I saw these golden geese. They looked so real, but they were they were they were they just shot by at a four o'clock watch in the morning, and. Uh, it stuck with me. It sticks with me today. I knew God was calling me, but I was running. I, I, I'm honest. I don't think anybody that God chooses, I don't think they want to do it. <laughs> I think we all run. And when we run, what happens is, is we get ourselves in a lot of trouble. Because one thing I know about God, when he puts his hand on you, he's going to get his man or his woman. And uh, sometimes we take the long road home. But if I recall Jonah, he still made it in three days, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, what did, uh, let's look at that timeline here. You said you, you know, you're growing up in a Christian home, you mm -hmm. knew God. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, you didn't know your father. Right. But you went in the Navy, and then when you saw this vision, mm -hmm. uh, so you knew God was with you, and That's you knew right. He had a purpose for you. Mm -hmm. But then it what? But you didn't get out of the Navy and go start a church. No, as you said, you started running. I started and, doing my own thing. Were doing your own thing, yeah, and getting involved with drugs and promiscuous mm -hmm. and. You were. You said you've probably been in penitentiary for 28 years. 28 years. Over, over my period of life, yes. Wow. And uh, state and federal, all over. Atlanta, Terry Hope, uh, Lewisburg. I mean, big time penitentiaries, you know. But I would always get my education. Yeah. And, and that's where I got my doctorate. Believe it or not, in federal penitentiary. Okay. Because I was, uh, I, you know, I was, I was just determined. 
And that's where I started writing books at, because this is my third book, my first book, Majestic One, and it came out in 2003, and then I wrote another one too, uh, called Jungle Within. Well, see, I wrote all those books while I was in prison, and I started getting them published when I got out, and this, the ministry started, and everything just, it went from, I think, something like $367 in uh, 2003 to... Well, tell me about your time a little bit in prison, because I imagine, you know, uh, what I was saying right before, you know, having a dark period, that's got to be one of the darkest right there, you know. Believe it or not, it was hard, but, you know... I got to, I, I have to say, if it hadn't been for prison, I, I wouldn't be here with you today. I'd be dead. Mm. So it saved my life many times over. God has a, a funny way of doing business with us, you know. But the, the, the worst part of my life is written in the first chapter of uh, my new book, Filling My Life with Joy. It's called The Dark Night of My Soul. And what happens is, is that when I uh, had a surgery for cancer, uh, it re-emerged that drug addiction. And, okay. and see, I was a pastor during that time. Okay. But I had a life and death situation that I had to deal with here, you know. Yeah. And that's part of why I wrote the book, because it's people out there that needs to know that we're human beings and that we go, you, you said it yourself, we go through, you either going through, going into the storm or going through it or you're coming out of it and thank God I'm out of it because going through it is, is, is that's that dark night of my soul that I went through and that's the, that, that's what, you know, they, they say what, uh, what builds our character is what we go through. Yeah. I think what reveals our character is what we go through. I think that when when we're going through something, it reveals just who we are in Christ and who we are deep down. It makes us dig real deep down. And once we come on the other side of this thing, then we see the true character and we know that we're bona fide and qualified to do what it is that we're doing because we have to be we have to be tested. Yeah, we have to go through some things. And in order to be a leader of God's people, you really got to be tested. That is an awesome job. Absolutely. There was a guest on previously, I know he said something that stuck with me so much. He said, Christians are like tea bags, is you never know how strong they are until they're in hot water. Yeah, you gotta get in <laughs> You gotta get um, well, well, tell me then, what was that testing period for you? What was that time then that, you know, made it snap, that took you to a different direction? Well, when I saw that God was doing so much in my life, and then I got married to my beautiful wife, you know, and, and, and I saw how God had connected us, you know, uh -huh. and how when God joins things together, truly, no man can put asunder. And, you know, the Bible in the book of Proverbs talks about when a man finds a wife, he, he finds a good thing and yeah. obtains favor from the Lord. Yeah. And, and it's a blessing when you connect and you got automatic favor, you know, that comes with that good wife, you know, because every, behind every good man, I believe that there's a good woman. I just believe that, man. I just don't believe that we can do this thing on our own, you know. So the Lord, He blessed me, and it, it, like I was saying, it went from $357 in 2003 to over $2 million ministry now, you know, that, that we do ministry and work and all over, and it's just a wonderful thing that we're doing, you know. And I, uh, I like writing books. Uh, I like 
uh, telling my story, you know, but this is the first self-help book that I've written. It's on my life. It's about my life. And, and, and I, I open up completely because I believe that we as leaders, we've got problems and we sometimes we put ourselves on or we allow people to put us on these pedestals to the point where we can't be real. And when we can't be real, we can't be effective anymore. Absolutely. Well, so, well we're going to dive a little bit more deeper into that and talk about your book and um, but first we're gonna take a break and go right over to second coming and as they sing for us it's much I'm here right now with uh, dr. Larry Manley author of filling my life with joy a guide to the better you and you know earlier you mentioned how you know here you were of course the life that you came through but now you're a pastor and you were stricken with cancer and had a life-threatening, you know, surgery mm -hmm. and ended up having a relapse to your addiction to drugs because of it. And I think that's interesting how, you know, here you are as a pastor, you know, that pastors are still humans. You're still subject to, you know, to the dark times, to the trials. Uh, so what was that like, though, that I want to know is, did you struggle with that, that, hey, wait a minute, though, I'm doing good. Why am I stricken with this? I struggled enormously <laughs> with it, man. I mean, it was incredibly miserable and de deplorative to me. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it, I went through some awesome things uh, that, are, that you know, I don't have time to talk about here live, but it's in the book about some of the things I went through. Homelessness. I mean, all the way down to eating out of trash cans, man. I mean, this thing, it took me for a ride. Yeah. And and there's some people out there that's hurting. Now, to give you a real-time testimony, I was on my way to Atlanta today to do your show. Yeah. And I got this phone call from Blacksburg. This lady uh, had called the, the uh, Gaffney Ledger, where I did an interview, and the paper went out, and they had read the paper. And she had children in her family, about three or four of them that's on drugs and going through some things. And she had she she ran me down, called the station, got my cell phone number and, and, and called me while I was on the way out here because of the the anointing that, that whoever wrote the article wrote the things that I'd said and uh, it pulled on her soul so much that I have a meeting with her tomorrow because I didn't. She want to brush. I said, I tell you what. I, when I get back, I'll meet with you tomorrow. She want to buy some books, you know. But the main thing is, she want me to sit down with her and talk to her about how she can help her family. So we know we've got a good thing here, yeah. you know. And it's not about the money, but it's about helping people that's in dire need of help. Just yeah. like, I mean, we're Christians, and we're supposed to be giving all that we've got in the excellence of God. And that means that we've got to be there for each other. Yeah. When, people are, when people reach out for us, then, you know, we have to take the time. The Bible says if a man asks you to walk a mile with him, you need to walk two. You know, so we need to take the time to do whatever is necessary to be done. Paul said, I become all things to all men so that I be, can, can, can win some, you know. So whatever it takes, that's what we do. We got a man out here at Burger King right up the road here, you know, uh, McDonald's, right down from this place. He needed a jump off. And I knew I had to be here, but I couldn't jump him off because in my Cadillac, it's, it's hard to get to the to the battery, uh -huh. but w I couldn't leave until I had somebody jump him off. You know, it's things like that yeah. that we do as Christians, you know, 
and we have to give of ourselves. And once you learn and train yourself to give of yourself, then it becomes natural, you know. And that's what I did and feel in my life with joy. I gave myself to mankind so that mankind can be a better you. So is that, then that, would you say, and that's one of the secrets to finding life and uh, filling your life with joy is giving it Coming yourself. out of yourself and giving to others. Because as long as you are, see, you can't see your purpose. Your focus will be taken away from your purpose if all you're doing is looking at the circumstance. You can't look at the circumstances in your life, but you have to look at the position that God has placed you in. You know, even when I was going through, you know, when I was going through that dark night of my soul, you know, I had to look at the position that God had placed me in. I couldn't look at my circumstances because if I looked at my circumstances, then I was going to do like Peter. I was going to take my eyes off Jesus, and then I was going to really sink. You know? As yeah. long yeah. as you keep your eyes where it's supposed to be, and that's up, not down, but up. Yeah. When it comes to my help from the hills, I look into you know, until my eyes, I lift up my eyes into the hills which come with my help. And my help comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from the government. It doesn't come from anybody else. It comes from Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about in my life, Jesus Christ. You know, because I've been through enough to know that He is the Alpha and Omega. And He is truly the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Amen. Well, but is it that kind of easier said than done? <laughs> for me, for me, when I say it, it's valid. It's uh -huh. bona fide. For somebody that hasn't gone through and overcome, it's just words. Uh -huh. It's just words. You see, if the person don't have the power within them to put the power in somebody else, then it, it, it's just words. Uh -huh. It's too many of us that don't have the power within us. We're not reaching who we're supposed to reach as leaders, as pastors, because we haven't gone through what we need to go through yet ourselves. And we're trying to, we're trying to speak words in a book that aren't alive. See, the life comes through experience of what's in the book. Yeah. And once you, once you live, and the Bible says that we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word yeah. of our testimony. That's how we overcame. Well, but how can you uh, give encouragement to someone watching right now who are, say maybe they're watching from a shelter and that they are homeless, you know, that, that when you say that you, you know, got to the point where you were eating from a trash can, they're like, hey, you know, I'm doing that right now. You know, there's no joy going on in my life. I mean, it's more joy there than you think, though. Because what we got to understand is Jesus, he told us that he would never leave us nor forsake us. And he won't. He's with you while you're in the trash can. He's with you while you're homeless. He's with you while you're smelling bad out there. It doesn't matter where you are. God is with you. And what God is doing is waiting for man to turn away from himself and turn toward him. And God, is he'll do it in warp speed. I just had, I just ordained one uh, minister in training. I've been trying to get him for three years. The anointing is on him so powerful till it's pathetic. But the thing about it is, he couldn't get a job. And he's a teacher. I mean, he's a teacher. Uh, in the educational department of the, of the school. He's uh, also a um, uh, coach of football, wrestling, and track. Everything he put his hands on turned to gold. But all of a sudden, he couldn't get a job nowhere. He was stuck. 
Uh, and I told him, I said, when you turn to the Lord, he'll release it on you. He turned to the Lord, and a week later, he got a job. Uh, one week later, he got a job. Not only did he get a job, another job teaching, but coaching and wrestling and track. Before that, he couldn't get... See, sometimes God will put his foot on our neck and can't nobody now, help us. Now, now, let me ask you, though, what exactly is turn to the Lord? Because I imagine, again, going to the scenario of someone from a shelter mm -hmm. watching, okay, that's just, you know, Christianese talking. I don't know. What, what exactly do you mean, turn to the Lord? Get the Bible. They know what the Bible is. Every one of them, they know what the Bible is. And start reading it. And let God begin to talk to you. Don't don't cop out saying that I don't understand what the Bible is saying or nothing like that. When you start reading that Bible, see the Spirit of God is already in you. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be living. When you connect with the Word, what happens is it begins to activate your faith. And once faith is activated, things automatically begin to change in your life. It's automatic. It can't be stopped. God Almighty can't be stopped. Yeah. in nobody's life and if we just take the time and not look at our situations but understand okay yes I'm in this dilemma right now but I don't have to stay here because God has a better place for me get in the word and find out where that place is and once you do that you activate your faith look here can't nothing stop God if God be with you nobody no man can be against you so regardless of what situation that we're in. It makes no difference. I'm a living testimony that if you turn to God, then God will do great things in your life and He'll make you sit before kings and everybody else in high places. God can do it for you if they'll just allow it. You just got to turn from what you want to do and start doing what God asks you to do. And you do that by getting in the book and learning what God is calling for us to do. Amen. He'll show you. Well, well, tell me, where can people uh, find out more about you? Where can uh, people get a hold of My you? website is uh, www.thehouseofdestiny.org. Or just pull up Dr. Larry Manley on the... Um, Searching on the on Google, oh. Google Dr. Larry Manley, and you get all you want. All right. And where can people find uh, find your book? You can get it in the bookstores, any of the bookstores, Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble. You can find just ask for filling my life with joy. Right. Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, any other bookstores. Just go there and tell them what you want. Wonderful. And I encourage everyone to. Uh, um, to check it out and, and you know and as you were saying getting into the the word of God as well because it doesn't matter if you if you're not a Christian if you've been a Christian for you know a couple weeks or if you're you know a Christian a strong Christian and a pastor of church we all have those dark times and we all have those days where the joy gets robbed from us to find it you know having to turn back to God and let God fill that avoid uh, back up and so uh, Dr. Raymond thank you so much enjoy right, right now we're going back over to music uh, second Good evening, everyone. 
I'm your host tonight, Rick Goins, and I'm so excited to be here tonight. It's going to be a fantastic show. I want you to uh, sit down, put that remote down, but uh, call all your friends and family, tell them to tune in to Atlanta Live. And if you're, they're not in the Atlanta area, they can still watch online at www.watc.tv. Now, I've heard it said that there are three types of people in this world. There are those who are coming, going into a storm, those who are coming out of a storm, and those who are in the storm. Well, I encourage you right now, if you're one of those three people, and you are, um, you can always call here at the prayer line, 770-300-9828. Our prayer partners are diligently waiting to hear from you and to be an encouragement with you, most importantly, to pray with you. And uh, our guest, uh, our first guest this evening is going to uh, help us exactly with those who are going in those storms right now. And I said, everyone is either in a storm or coming out of one or getting ready to go into one. So we're all going to want to hear from him uh, what he has to say. But first, we're also going to want to hear from our music guest uh, th this evening. So uh, get ready for uh, our first uh, music act right now. And thank you so much for tuning in to Atlanta Live. Here they are. <laughs> 